0: This is where you go to learn what you need to help you elevate your impact, influence, and income by self-publishing your first nonfiction book. Welcome to She Gets Published with your host, Amazon International best-selling author and self-publishing coach, Lynette Pottle. Hey, hey, it's a beautiful day in the self-publishing world and things are about to get even better. Welcome to episode four. In the first three episodes, I posed important questions for you to ask yourself, things that only you had the answers to. But this week, we're going to start switching things up. I'm going to share my top five recommendations for you to consider as you begin your adventures in self-publishing. Some are technical, some are more broad, but they're all practical and relevant. And just to keep things interesting, let's do this countdown style. In the number five spot of my top recommendations is to print your first book in paperback. And here's why. When I was getting ready to publish my first book, Small Steps, Big Impact, I had a very clear vision of what it would look like, what it would feel like. It would be square, hard-covered book. Printed in full color, and that's exactly what I created. So you could say that was a win because I did exactly what I set out to do, (laughs) but that doesn't nearly tell the whole story. The truth is, even priced at $29.99, there's hardly any profit margin on those books. Hardcover bindings, and in my case, full color printing along with premium paper to support it, cost a small fortune. I fulfilled a dream so check mark there, but from a business perspective, it was a bust. In print media, paperback is going to be your most profitable option, at least early on. Depending on the specifics of your book, you'll be looking at less printing and production cost. For most first-time authors, it'll end up being somewhere between 3 and $4 a copy, so you'll position yourself with a much healthier profit margin. Adding to this recommendation is number four. Use a print-on-demand service to print your first book. There are a ton of options available for printing, including offshore companies that typically come in at a significant savings overall. (laughs) But if this is your first book and using a traditional style printer is something you're considering, here's some things to think about. It is going to require you to purchase in bulk which means three big things, you're going to have to have more upfront spend. So it may average out to less, but it's that upfront investment that's going to be more significant. You're also going to need to have enough dry, cool space to store pallets of books. And if you don't, you'll need to pay for storage to accommodate them. It's also important to consider that if you go this route, you're stuck with what you order. If you share a story you'd really like to omit or find a glaring typo or the end product doesn't end up looking like your proof, you're stuck with a whole lot of books. Whereas, if you use a print-on-demand service, you only order what you need at any given time. Granted, there's a lead time there, so we'll talk about that in a future episode. But you can easily upload new files to make updates and corrections with only the inconvenience of the time it takes for the company to implement the changes. Food for thought. Moving along, my number three recommendation for self-publishing your first book is to create your own publishing imprint to do it. It may sound overwhelming, but I promise it's really not very complicated to do it and it will serve you well down the road you get to choose your publishing name the name representing your book rather than having say kdp publishing amazon's imprint you'll purchase your own isbn number under your publishing name instead of using the free one provided by amazon or other providers there are business benefits to this even with the additional spend of purchasing your isbn numbers We are going to talk about this on future episodes, but here's one thing that I do want to mention right now is using your own publishing imprint will create the possibility of having your books placed in physical bookstore, whereas Amazon, if they are your publisher, that's definitely not going to happen. Amazon is the enemy of the traditional bookstore, so something to consider. Number two on my list of recommendations is to hire a professional editor and book designer. If you've listened to other episodes, I might be sounding a bit like a broken record here, but I promise it's for good reason. Not only is your book an extension and representation of you and your brand, these two elements will have a huge influence on how your book is received. If it doesn't look professional and appealing, people aren't going to pick it up. A book really does get judged by its cover. And if the inner layout is wonky or your writing is full of grammatical errors, it's going to distract your reader and they're either going to stop reading or be unable to receive the message you're trying to deliver. So finally, that brings us to this drumroll, please, moment. My number one recommendation for self-publishing your first book, surround yourself with a support team. And I'm not talking about outsourcing or assistance here, though if you have the budget for it, I, I definitely do recommend this too. But what I'm referring to here is assembling a team that can provide guidance, support, and encouragement. Look, here's the truth. Everything is easy when you know how to do it, but this first time going through the self-publishing process is going to be bumpy. That's the way it is. (laughs) You'll be on your growth edge, so there will be moments of frustration and overwhelm where you find yourself questioning your abilities and that will test your commitments. Having people to help you stay grounded and provide perspective is important. This is going to be different for everyone, but the kinds of people who typically fall into this category are people who've been down the road before. People like mentors, coaches, maybe accountability partners, mastermind groups. Also, having a generally supportive group of people who believe in you and can see your potential more clearly than you can in the moment. So let's recap. My number one recommendation, surround yourself with a support team. Number two, hire professional editors and book designers. Three, create and publish under your own imprint. Four, use a print-on-demand option. Five, choose paperback versus hardcover for your first book. Now, my challenge to you, decide on the next best step And take action on something that leads you at least in the direction of one of these recommendations this week. That's a wrap for this episode, but don't let that get you down. Of course, there are more episodes to come. But in the meantime, join us inside the She Gets Published community where the conversation continues. Head to facebook.com slash groups slash She Gets Published to join. See you next time.